0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Murder and Merlot.
1: We are a true crime book club podcast. I'm your host, Tara. And I'm your host, Michelle. We are putting down our books and picking up the paper. Because this is the morning news.
0: Yes, another
1: morning news. Two in a row. Yes, two in a row. We will have a, a full episode coming soon, but yes, for now And it's going to be great. But for now, we're going to stick to the morning news because
0: they're yeah. great. And they're fun. They're so fun. <laughs> Even when we talk about really disturbing stories, like our Red Deer case from last episode. Last week, yes. Which we have an update on for today. So that's where we will start. So Michelle sent me this article the other day. I don't remember what I was doing. I just remember immediately getting so outraged. I was (laughs) mad. Like, oh, I was mad. So this is from the Red Deer Advocate. And it says, updated, man accused of killing Red Deer doctor makes bizarre court appearance. So Dang Mabar repeatedly asked judge why no one is asking him why he killed his family doctor. So this fucking guy. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Driving me crazy. So in a bizarre court appearance, a man accused of killing a Red Deer physician repeatedly asked judge why no one was asking him why he killed his family doctor. He appeared in Red Deer Provincial Court on Wednesday morning through a closed-circuit video link with the Red Deer Remand Center. He complained that nobody had asked him why he killed Dr. Walter Reynolds, 45, who was attacked in his North Red Deer walk-in clinic on the morning of August 10th. I have a reason I killed my family doctor, he said. The judge told him that this was not the time for his explanations and whether he had a lawyer. He replied, Nobody should be speaking on my behalf. At least I should have been given a chance to talk about why I killed my family doctor.
1: Asshole.
0: I just just want to remind people that he was asked, and he repeatedly told the judge that he couldn't remember because he was sick and he needed a doctor. Right. Remember that. But now he's saying that people weren't listening to him, and that's why I took the law into my own hands. He rambled on about corruption and again inquired why no one is asking him the reason behind the killing. Like, he just went on and on and on. Clearly, this man does have issues. Clearly. Some sort of mental health issues. That doesn't mean it's not infuriating. (laughs) And it definitely doesn't mean it's okay. No. He then began rambling again and wanting to explain his side of things. It's a very, very long story. I did not kill him for a crime or for no reason. I killed my doctor for a good reason, like
1: I'm sure. Is i I'm, I'm is sure there ever had, a good reason to kill your family doctor with a hammer and a machete? I don't I don't think so. I
0: am very interested in hearing the reasoning behind this, but I know it's not going to be justified in any way but i really no, and it's want it's just going to make me mad <laughs> it is absolutely but i do just really want to get inside this person's head and figure out what the hell happened and what is going on in this person's freaking mind right he is expected to go back to court on september 14th so maybe we'll find out more then so that yeah that would be tomorrow it is tomorrow September yeah. is flying by. I, <laughs> Again, I'm not I can't kidding. Believe it. You're not even kidding. Oh yes. So anyways, <laughs> that is the update that I have on this situation. I just wanted to bring it up
1: because man, it's infuriating. It's a disaster, man. It just, I want to scream at him. I'm sure lots of people want to scream at him, but
0: seriously. Yeah. And just making it, more difficult for people that are already suffering over the loss of this amazing person, Dr. Yeah. Reynolds. But now they have to deal with this whole circus show that he's putting on and Yeah, like all. it's
1: totally like a it's like he's happy that he's in the spotlight and he's just gonna keep saying stupid shit so he stays there. Exactly. That's definitely what it feels like, and
0: I don't like it. I don't either. But we are gonna still continue with the updates as they go. Yes. All right. I think that's the only update that we had for today. Yeah. I think that's the only one.
1: Yeah. So, friends, grab your glass and get cozy. Let's talk about murder. Dink, dink. Fantastic. Well, you have the first article again today. I do. Um, So the article is titled, APD Searching for Five Runaway Siblings. It's from Kate rqe.com and the author is the krqe staff very suspicious wow not
0: not suspicious specific
1: yeah (laughs) good job words we're both doing great so this is from um september 13th 2020 and it's from albuquerque new mexico the albuquerque police department is asking the public's help in locating five runaway siblings the children were last seen at their father-slash-stepfather's apartment at 7 p.m. on September 12th. The siblings left with clothing, minimal supplies, and are suspected to be together. The children's names and ages are Selma Craig Bell, who's 10 months old. Trinity Bell Craig is 3 years old. Tanla Craig Bell is 4 years old. Natalia Bell is 6 years old. And Tanaya Bell is 11 years old. What? <laughs> I know I know Weird. and okay. it just goes on to say if anyone has seen or has any information on the whereabouts of these children they're asked to call their father Aaron Craig at his phone number um, the missing person unit is working with the child exploitation unit on this case wow how does an 11 year old a 6 year old a 4 year old 3 year old and 10 month old disappear
0: yeah that's what I'm together
1: wondering. that doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense and I don't think they're runaways as suggested. I, I don't either. That was my first thought. But I mean, I'm also like deep into the Alyssa Attorney case mm-hmm. but that, you know, stepdad killed his stepdaughter and made her look like a runaway. So yeah, that's totally where my brain went. But of course, <laughs> like, I don't know, like minimal clothing, they're supposed to be together. And how the hell does a 10 month old go missing? Well, exactly. With like a three-year-old, a four-year-old, yeah. and a six and 11-year-old. Somebody's going to be suspicious of that if they see them.
0: Yeah, exactly. They're. I mean, it would always be suspicious to see that and them traveling around together alone. But right now, like in COVID times, like everybody's paying more attention to what's happening in public. Yeah. So if they were out in public, people would be like, oh, that is that is very weird. Very weird. Very right? Weird. So like yeah. I... And where would like, they... Go and Where how do they, do they get places? Like, like, exactly.
1: It's not like they can drive. They can't drive if they tried to all board a train. Like, wouldn't somebody notice? Like, you would Like, hope. if you call an Uber, like, you'd think the Uber would be like, no.
0: No, no. I don't <laughs> transport children.
1: Because <laughs> like, that's going to make me look like a felon. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not so okay. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's so strange. I'm definitely going to keep my eyes on this one because I'm so curious. Mm-hmm. I mean, my my two aunts, they weren't, like, I can't remember, but they were, like, three and five when they decided to run away from home. Oh, wow. And, you know, like, they made it to the neighbor's place. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Right? don't make it very far. No. And people so, notice that they're missing. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, this seems very suspicious.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, and just all the stories that we're hearing right now about Child Child trafficking, trafficking, like it's all over the news right now. Which good, it should be. It should be in the spotlight. So when something like this happens,
1: yeah, it should be looked into for sure, and make you question everything, right? Wow. Well, well, I hope they're safe. Very strange. Hope they
0: they go home soon. I hope wherever they are, they end up in a safe place. Like
1: I know. I just so many hopes for those, those five little, little kids. So wow. hopefully they're okay, but I'll keep watching. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully I don't have to give you a horrible update later. Yeah. I. Yeah. That gave me Evelyn Boswell vibes actually just I when know, you just said that is hopefully
0: when we won't have to give you a, a bad update and then that, that turned into a bad update. So hopefully it doesn't yeah. go that way. Yeah. 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 So right. that's my first article. <laughs> Great. Uh, yes. My article that I chose for this week is, I mean, it still has to do with, I mean, it's attempted murder, so it's not like light and fluffy, but it's, it's kind of light and fluffy. Right? I feel bad for saying that, but I'll read the title and then you guys, will you'll get it. <laughs> yes. So the article title is, I felt the calmest I've ever felt in my life. Ozzy Osbourne describes trying to murder his wife in 1989. So
1: this caught my attention of course. Well yeah, I I'm just I'm just picturing Ozzy Osbourne like trying to do that interview and like being able to articulate himself. So I hope this is as good as I well, expect there's, it's going to be.
0: There's a pretty good quote in there that I'll read uh later, but I am an Ozzy Osbourne fan, so yeah, this definitely caught my eye and I know it's not really a recent thing that has happened, obviously 1989, but we never said that this would be recent true crime, and we never said no. that, you know, this is the place to be for all your true crime, like, current updates. It's whatever we no. want to talk about, okay? So, right?
1: And it's our show, so we can. <laughs>
0: so we're doing what we want, and this is what I want to talk about. So, <laughs> just going to go to my article. Ooh, this is on oxygen.com, and it's under Celebrity Scandals. How fun. It's written by. I love that title. That's great. (laughs) Scandalous. It's written by Sharon Lynn Pruitt. So, Ozzy Osbourne notoriously tried to strangle his wife, Sharon Osbourne, in 1989, an incident he describes as, quote, not exactly one of my greatest fucking achievements. <laughs> in true Aussie fashion, <laughs> you gotta slip the outfit in literally every sentence.
1: Absolutely,
0: yes. So the Black Sabbath frontman, now seventy-one, can be seen reflecting on his life in a recently premiered A&E documentary biography, "The Nine Lives of Ozzy Osbourne," which I will definitely watch. <laughs> me too. Sign
1: me up. <laughs> Not sponsored. Love Ozzy. But, I mean, <laughs> sure. Love
0: Ozzy. If you want to sponsor us for talking about Ozzy Osbourne's life, sure. Um, I'm down yeah. with that. Yep. <laughs> also featured are his children and his wife of more than 30 years, Sharon Osbourne, who described the frightening incident in 1989 when Ozzy tried to murder her. So yeah, I had no idea that this happened, but I was uh, a fan of the Osbournes. So... Well, yeah. I don't think it ever came up during that show. <laughs> no. Definitely didn't. definitely didn't. I'm pretty sure like ninety percent of that show was just Ozzy getting mad at inanimate objects for not working. Because <laughs> Or he, like the dogs, like <laughs> for the cats. <laughs> because he was like too stoned to figure out how like very simple things worked. So Ooh. he would just yell at Sharon to fix it for him.
1: That was the charm yeah. of the show, but I oh I love probably it. authentic Ozzy. I
0: absolutely <laughs> loved it. I just yeah, I don't think they really cut to the core of this, um, this incident. <laughs> so about the incident, Sharon, 67, recalled putting her three children to bed on that fateful night and then sitting down to read. At that time, the couple had been fighting frequently and she felt that animosity was building to something, she said. When her husband, who had taken numerous drugs, came into the room a short time later, his demeanor tipped her off that something was different. I had no idea who sat across from me on the sofa, but it wasn't my husband, which sounds terrifying. Just saying
1: that's yeah. Yeah.
0: He goes to a stage where he gets this look in his eyes where his shutters are down on his eyes and I just couldn't get through to him. And he just said, we've come to a decision that you've got to die. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) We who's we, who, who are you talking to? Ozzy.
0: freaky. Like I'm picturing this in my head so vividly. Ozzy then attacked her without warning. He was calm, very calm. And then he just suddenly lunged across at me. He just dived on me and started to choke me. He got me down on the ground on top of me and I was feeling for stuff on the table and I felt the panic button and I just pressed it. And next thing I know the cops were there. Wow. I didn't read that before. That is very lucky.
1: Like, thank God you have a panic button.
0: I need a panic button. Not that I'm saying that my husband would do this to me, just to be clear,
1: but I just feel like I always need a panic button. Just so you can send me a message that's like, oh my God, I heard footsteps on my roof. Yeah, literally.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which happened on Friday night. (laughs) And I just went to bed and chose to ignore it (laughs) because that's a great idea. (sighs) when discussing the incident Ozzy described feeling a sense of calm before the violent act I felt the calmest I've ever felt in my life he said it was like serenity everything was just peaceful after the no. violent <laughs> no, it was definitely not peaceful for 50 so okay. in that room <laughs> after the violent incident Ozzy was arrested and woke up in a local jail but could not initially remember how he ended up there Wow. (sighs) Yeah. It's crazy, right? Uh, Sharon ultimately had the charges dropped, which surprised her husband. But while Ozzy spent six months in a treatment facility, she seriously considered divorcing him. In the end, however, the couple decided to stay together and start a reality show.
1: Because that's healthy. (laughs) Like, the shit that Sharon Osbourne put up with, like, I think he's mellowed out now because, like, he's off the drugs or whatever. Yes. but it's over now. When he was like touring with Motley Crue and oh my god, snorting snorting ants and snorting his own urine and like just like the wildest shit she put up with, and then for him to do that, I'd be like, bye, yeah. And she's always by his side. She's like the most loyal human being on the face of the planet, and
0: it's crazy. Wow, can't even imagine. (laughs) So, yeah,
1: that that
0: happened. He. Strangled her and now they're fine. Now they live happily ever after? Yeah. Um, Weird. Yeah. And Ozzy didn't stop drinking after that incident, he admitted. (laughs) Um, But he has since abandoned the drugs and alcohol, which is great. (laughs) And he's maintained sobriety for the last uh, seven years. So that's
1: good. Yeah. (laughs) That's very good. I also heard that he was recently diagnosed with Parkinson's. That would make a lot of sense. Yeah. I feel like that, yeah, I could definitely, I yeah. can see that.
0: Yeah. Man, this gave me a lot of, um, I don't know, great memories of watching their reality TV show. Like, oh yeah. Fantastic. You,
1: you would have been really young to watch, yeah. you watch.
0: Oh, I think I I really was, but like, I have some pretty distinct. I'm like, I know how
1: old I was when I was watching this.
0: So. Yeah, I, I was probably in elementary school, I would say. I was just to
1: say, I'm pretty sure I was in high school. So <laughs> yeah,
0: I remember too. Yeah. Like, well, I remember actually quite a lot of the show, which is pretty surprising because I know I was quite young, but my two favorite scenes, the one was Ozzy, like, I don't know, he's going to the doctors and all this stuff. And they're like, well, you gotta quit drinking so much coffee, Ozzy. Like you can't have that much caffeine. And he was like, what are you talking about? I only drink one fucking cup of coffee a day. And he's all mad about it. And he had this like (laughs) fucking coffee cup that I've never seen before. (laughs) Massive, like huge, like comically massive coffee cup (laughs) that is just like, what? Like, I just, I don't know. I just thought that was so freaking funny. (laughs) Cause it's like, I mean, it's probably set up for the show because it was so ridiculous, but I loved it.
1: I don't <laughs> think him drinking coffee was the problem. Right? And like, that's what you're concerned about.
0: Um, and then my other favorite memory from it was um, Sharon was setting up his like stage performance and she put on like bubble machines on the stage for him. <laughs> and he's like, I'm the prince of fucking darkness. Sharon, not a fucking bubble. Whatever.
1: Like, it just goes off on her. and they start singing tiny bubbles. <laughs> Yeah. I'm so (laughs) glad you remember that too. Yeah. Well, I had the soundtrack from the TV show, so yeah. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Great memories. Great memories. It's awesome.
0: It's excellent. (laughs) Yeah. So that's my main article for today. Nothing, nothing recent or, you know, anything like that, but it was the only thing that caught my eye today
1: and I quite like it. And I totally just want to go listen to Crazy Train and... (laughs) you know, have a good time. (laughs) Oh yeah. I know I got some Aussie CDs from when I
0: was like in elementary school for Christmas, so I
1: could probably find them. (laughs) Dude, man, I have Blizzard of Oz sitting in the, in the cupboard right behind me. So for sure. And the Osborne soundtrack is behind me for sure. That's fantastic. (laughs) I probably have another one at least. Yeah. 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 (laughs) It's great. But not from when I was in elementary school. (laughs) My parents, they're just like, Rock
0: and roll, it's all we listen to. Oh that was, man. That was it. That's all. And you know, growing up I was almost embarrassed because like all my friends got to listen to this cool like pop music and I didn't know any of it. And you're like none of it. You're and, like, I'm just like sitting here listening to Black Sabbath. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> this is fine. Black Sabbath and Motley Crue and all those eighties hair bands, like those those were our jam.
1: There is nothing wrong with that.
0: I know. There's nothing wrong with it, and I really, really appreciate it now. But and growing up, it was like, oh, my God, it's so embarrassing.
1: <laughs> well, and so my kids love music. We have music playing all the time. And if I've got, like, Motley Crue or Ozzy Osbourne or, like, anything, like, rock and roll playing, my son is like, rock and roll, and he throws the devil horns up in the air, and I freaking love it. And when, like, crazy train starts, he's like, he'll just run around and be like, I, 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 I. <laughs> Just kills me, and I love it so much. So
0: I always get big Michelle playing awesome music for her kids, and I'm like, <laughs> "That's fantastic! You're doing it right."
1: I love. It. I mean, we also listen to an exceptional amount of the Frozen Two Frozen? soundtrack, but you know,
0: balance. It's all about balance, right? <laughs> You're doing a great job.
1: <laughs> well, thanks. I think I'm raising them right. Like raising my kids on Molly Crew, it's fine.
0: That's how it should be.
1: Yeah, absolutely, little crew heads. <laughs> little crew heads it's awesome
0: awesome
1: so okay your article was kind of bizarre but do you want I, my my bizarre article yeah does it top mine it might okay i'm i'm here for it <laughs> just just some pure like hilarity like nobody tries to strangle their wife
0: <laughs> which i just want to reiterate i am not okay with <laughs> the not murder.
1: condoning no. attempted murder
0: no just want to throw that out there again <laughs> <laughs>
1: Anyways, Michelle, tell me about your bizarre article today. So, the article (laughs) is titled Topless Tennessee Woman Chewing on Horse's Mane Charged with Public Intox.
0: Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) That's
1: not good. I'm sorry. Like, okay, I have so many questions. Like, do you want me to read it again so you get all the details? Yeah. Do it. (laughs) Topless Tennessee Woman. Chewing on horse's mane. Charged with public intox. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. I need all the details. (laughs) I know you do. (laughs) So this is from uh, Mm truecrimeddaily.com. And it's from Jacksonboro, Tennessee. Uh, It says, a Tennessee woman was charged with public intoxication after being spotted chewing on a miniature horse's mane. Claiming it was candy. (laughs) It's a miniature. I know, it makes it even better that it's a mini.
0: You would have to bend down.
1: (laughs) Keeping in mind that she is topless. Oh, no. So, um, Cynthia Teeple was spotted at a home in Lafayette last month, according to the Campbell County Sheriff's Office. WLAF reports. Teeple was seen shirtless, eating grass and dirt from the horse enclosure and chewing on the horse's mane near its head. When asked where her shirt was, she looked down and did not know her shirt was missing.
0: (laughs) Well, damn.
1: (laughs) A deputy found her shirt about 30 feet from her. (laughs) She told the deputy, the horse's hair is made of Laffy Taffy and Airhead candy. Oh, no. Teeple was allegedly unsteady on her feet and having involuntary muscle movements that caused her to stumble several times and almost fall. The deputy said she didn't know where she was and admitted to taking meth the day before.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Teeple was taken into custody.
0: Yeah, I was like, that's that's not booze.
1: It's not don't do drugs, friends. <laughs> don't <laughs> don't do, do, drugs. do drugs.
0: We have two articles back to back that makes it clear, don't do drugs.
1: <laughs> and like I'm just gonna say, don't do math. Like, not even once. Like yeah. don't. Just don't. <laughs> Cause you'll wind up half naked thinking horsehair is yeah. laffy Taffy.
0: And most miniature ponies are not gonna put up with that
1: shit. <laughs> no, like like mini ponies are assholes. They're so like little she must have found children. a good one. <laughs> yeah, it was probably like even like, children like pulling its hair and it just gave up on life. I'm just picturing her like falling over and then like her boobs are going to get squished because she's tough. I I was thinking that too. It's a hazard. It's a hazard. I mean, maybe she's not very chesty, but still it's a risk, man.
0: It's a risk. I'm just glad I just didn't have to witness that with my eyes. No.
1: No. The picture in my head is fantastic though.
0: Yeah. But I
1: think it's very censored compared to what was actually happening. (laughs) Because my brain's like, Like, no, no, we're not going there. (laughs) No. Like, Mm -hmm. can you imagine the poor deputies that had to like go out to that? And they're like, What the hell kind of shit is this? (laughs) They're like, Is it a full moon? Like Like, what what is going on? Like, did I lose a bet? Yeah.
0: Did I say the Q word? Like something on. happened that yeah shifted my luck here, <laughs> right? Oh my god! Okay, I'm gonna. Is there a picture of this woman? There is, and she's she's beautiful. I'm gonna check it out. She's oh. <laughs> oh, oh boy! Oh, that's concerning. Oh, Cynthia. poor dear. She looks a little rough. She's <laughs> she's looking
1: hard up. She looks like she was found topless in a horse pen. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that is accurate.
0: Well, hopefully this will be the turning point for Cynthia's life and she I will
1: hope get it to canter. Th- this was her rock bottom and she can only go up from here. I I sure hope so because I mean, when you're eating
0: dirt, grass and horses mane, you're pretty you're pretty low to the ground and that's yeah, I think that's pretty close to I
1: mean, the bottom. I've worked very closely with horses and I've had like hair and I've had horse poop on my face, probably yeah. really close to my mouth. It does not taste like candy. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I can 100% promise you it does not. Well,
0: I'm so glad you're out in the field doing that research for us, Michelle. Thank you.
1: <laughs> I'm glad to do my part. Uh,
0: yeah. yeah. Doing God's work.
1: Yeah. That's me. <laughs>
0: man, that was a great article.
1: I thought you would like it.
0: Yeah, it really, yeah. I don't know. Not that I was sad before, but it really lived in my spirits even more. I told you it
1: would. I yeah, told you, you it did. would. You did. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, well guys, let us know what you think about the episode. And if you see a story we should cover, make sure to send it in. You can email us at murdermurlow at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram at podcast, Facebook at podcast, and Twitter at murdermerlot1. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean,
0: Spotify, and pretty much anywhere else you can find podcasts. We would love if you subscribed, and if you don't, you're dead to me.
1: And yes, I changed it up. <laughs> That's excellent. Well, I looked it up. Um, Google Play is going away, but Google Podcasts will still exist, so okay. you will still be able to find us on Google Podcasts, but
0: it's switching up a little bit. Something new with
1: YouTube o- and a bunch of stuff. Yeah. End of October, I think Google Play is going to be gone, so yeah but But if you're using google there's there's ways you can find us yeah i mean pretty much any podcast platform we're there
0: so you can find us but you already did because you're listening to this so you know exactly (laughs) all right remember to drink wine because it's not good to keep things bottled up bye bye